Yeah, oh, everybody's they, here, everybody's sitting, everybody's yeah, chilling. Go. You guys yeah. having a good time? Yeah. Good festival so far? Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Let me know when you're bringing me on because it's really loud back here and I can't hear anything. Lorraine, for God's sake, please. Please, Lorraine. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Clean Slate 15. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Yes. What is up, San Francisco? Hello, San Francisco. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming out tonight to Cafe Du Nord. Yes. Please, please sit down. Sit down, please. Too much. Everyone, all of you, sit down. Save it. We've got a lot to get through. We do have a lot to get through. Um, Hal, how are you, buddy? I'm doing really well. You having a good sketch fest so far? Yeah. Why do we do, why do you set this up like we didn't spend all day together? We had a lovely day together. We did have a lovely day together. Had, but because we're on stage, it's part of the artifice of theater. <laughs> I just want the people at home to know that we're really friends. <laughs> we Look, everybody you, in the room and at home, Hal and I are actually friends yeah. and spent the whole day together. But I was asking that question sort of like, you know, like when you ask a question, but I know the answer, but yeah. everybody else doesn't know how your day was. It was great. Uh, I walked around San Francisco with my friend, exploring some of my deepest insecurities. Yeah, we had some good which, long talks. But I'm in therapy, and it's great. Yeah. And we're not going to talk about that stuff. That we're going to talk day. about... Uh, oh, you want to talk about the bakery we went to instead? Yeah, we're going to talk about better? the Stella Bakery. Is that lighter? Well, I, <laughs> you know, nothing in that bakery is light. No. No. Um, you know what we should do? We should bring out our guest... Uh, for this episode because yes. we have a lot of topics to discuss. I am so excited to have her on the show. Me too. Uh, she is a comedy legend, an yes. original groundling, you guys. Yes. An original not ready for primetime player. Yes. Uh, studied mime under Marcel Marceau. What? Yes. Like the comedy pedigree you people are getting in this room is so high right now. Uh, and she is just on the other side of that door. Uh, should we bring her out here right now? Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, Lorraine Newman. Lorraine Newman. You're a stadium. Hello. Hello. There's already water. Oh, my God. They already have water for us. Look at that. Is the mic okay for you? Feel free to adjust it. Yes, it is. Oh, there we go. And I need that. Uh, <laughs> hi, Lorraine. Hi. Thanks for being here. I'm so... Happy to be here. Great. Uh, Thank yeah. you for inviting me. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's this our pleasure. Is our great honor. Um, you just got into San Francisco tonight. Uh, this afternoon. This afternoon. Yes. Tonight, this afternoon. Tonight, this afternoon. It's I'm gonna, late. I'm going to contradict everything that you say. <laughs> no, but. That's the improv rules, right? Yeah, sure. Exactly. Anything anyone says, no, but. No, but the, I, I mentioned it a second ago. Um, I, I had no idea that you studied mine with Marcel Marceau. Oh, I like the way that you said under him. Under him. <laughs> That's a weird connotation. Well, it's an obvious With? One. Sure. Yeah. An obvious connotation. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I'd actually studied improv and mime when I was 15 mm -hmm. for several years. And, uh, 
And then when I graduated college, or, or high school actually, I knew I was not going to college. And I applied to all these uh, theater schools in England and made the, passed the preliminary audition for all of them and the final ones were in England and was rejected by all of them. And so Ouch. I'm crying on the phone to my parents. My mom says, well, why don't you go over to Paris and uh, see if you can study with Marcel Marceau? And, um, Sounds like um, you have a really pragmatic mother. Yeah. yeah. She, was, uh, she was interesting. Um, and so I did. Yeah. Fantastic. It was great. It was a great experience. Yeah. I remember seeing, uh, when I was younger, I saw Marcel Marceau live. My parents took me to see him, and I had no context for who he was, and I appreciated it. And then when he broke out Bip, his clown character, I mm-hmm. lost my damn mind. Yeah, that's perfect. Because <laughs> it was magical. Well, I first saw him at Royce Hall at UCLA uh, when I was a teenager. <laughs> that, if, you, if you heard the woohoo, it was the guy in the UCLA shirt in the front row. but your shirt. Yeah. Uh, I was amazed by someone who could get laughs with no words. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what gave me the balls to do this, but I went backstage and I asked him if there was somebody I could study with in L.A. And he recommended Richmond Shepard. And along with learning mime technique, I learned improv. Very cool. Wow. And then Richmond Shepard was like, call my friend Marcel when you get to Paris. <laughs> my buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we have uh, we have asked you here today to settle some topics for us. Uh, we We went on the Internet and we asked the Internet to give us a list, uh, a, a big list of topics to talk about tonight, uh, things that you argue about, uh, things that people were arguing about on Twitter, and things got very heated, and uh, and everyone is now mad at each other, so we're going to settle these once and for all, so no one ever has to get mad at each other again. <laughs> um, let's start... This is rare before we jump in. Uh-huh. Let me interrupt you just from the start. Why? Why? It know, wouldn't be our show. Anything different? Yeah, if I didn't. If you didn't just you. interrupt me all the time. Forward progress. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> I put out the call, and then I let you pick the topics. Yeah. And I feel like I've seen the list. Uh-huh. I don't have it in front of me, but I know a couple of those were like catnip for you that oh, I yeah. think were left on there as a joke. Yeah, people probably wrote them as a as a bit, but I was like, you know what? Fine. It's like uh, it's like the parent who's like, okay, you want to smoke cigarettes? Fine. You have to sit here and smoke the whole pack. I'm like, oh, you're going to make joke uh, joke answers? Okay, we're actually going to ask those questions, and we're really going to dive into those topics. This will learn you. Yeah, exactly. that's right. We're going to learn a lot of folks tonight. Yeah. Um, let's start with... Uh, let's start with... Uh, what's the best facial hair? I did, I, by the way, I didn't, I didn't write down who, who on the internet who asked all these questions. So I'm just going to say, this one was asked by Facebook. Uh, that. Yeah. Um, Are you a facial hair fan? I, I don't like facial hair of any kind. I don't like, and I, I'm. Hal has a beard and I'm clean shaven right now. Look away, now. it's fine. I love this. It's fine. I, I just, I've never, I, I like guys to look, you know, their face like the day they were born. <laughs> I like that kind of facial hair. I don't know what it is. I'm just yeah. not a fan. All right. My father had a mustache for my entire life. Wow. And he just shaved it over the holidays. That is disorienting. And he sent me a picture just of his face. 
But he had been gradually – like at one point he had like the full three amigos like down to here. Fu Manchu. Uh, yeah, the full Fu Manchu. And then it slowly worked its way up and was trimmed back and back until it was really like more of a, like a hair shadow. Right. And then he, he – so he sent me – I thought he was just sending me a picture of his face. It took me like three tries to figure out why he had sent me the picture. That his mustache was you getting smaller You didn't even register it? I didn't even register I it. thought you were going to say he kept trimming it back till it was a Hitler mustache. That's, <laughs> I'm look, waiting okay. for it. We're uh, taking it back. I feel That's like right. every guy who has – I call it the chaplain, but every guy who has – Sure. Yeah. Every guy who has ever had a beard uh, – guys in the audience, if you've ever had a beard and when you're going to shave your beard, you go, well, I have to do it in stages. I have to I have to just see what my face looks like in all the different steps. And yeah. when you get down to just a mustache, your choices are do I do I whittle it down to the John Waters or do I whittle <laughs> it inward to the Hitler stash? Snidely whiplash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I could ha- oh, a snidely whi- if I could have a long twirly mustache but was also pencil thin. Oh yeah, right? nasty. I don't think Lorraine that our our best facial hair can be none, though, because it is facial hair that we're asking about. I, I mean, know. And, you know, I, I, I hear guys all the time that grow beards and they go, I just love not shaving. And I, I totally get that. I do. Mm. Uh, I just, um, I don't know, like the old man on the mountain. That's that look. For, uh, yeah. yeah. Like. I do look significantly older when I have a beard. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. It ages you. It yeah. definitely does. Yeah, at a certain like, point, I'm going to cut this off. Like, I'm looking forward to a time where I'm like, I'm just getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. Because it's, at a certain point, it's laziness. Cause I get it trimmed when I get my hair cut. Cause I, every time I try to trim it. Get it trimmed. You can well, do I, it yourself. I, well, when I do. He's pampering himself. Yeah. Come on. All right. What's wrong with self care, Mark? I feel who you. are you? I feel you. <laughs> All of a Apparently sudden, a monster who trims his own beard. <laughs> well, every, every time I do it, I set it wrong. So I take too much off, and then I wind up just shaving my entire face. Yeah, if you, change, if, you, if you nick one part of it too much, like it's such a it's such a game of blackjack. Yeah, when you're shaving your face, because it's like, can I get it shorter? Yeah, maybe I can get it shorter. <laughs> you know, what? I'm gonna go one more notch. Nope. Well, the whole thing's gone. <laughs> Sir, you're at a number three. Would you like to stay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, hit me. Yeah. <laughs> there's a great episode of Crashing where Henry Zabrowski is doing like a, a special. You know, and Whitney Cummings is introducing him and he's nervous and, you know, Pete Holmes says something like, you know, maybe, maybe he kept saying, do I look okay? Should I do something with a beard? Anything? And he says, well, just maybe a little bit. He ends up shaving the whole thing off, but the content oh, of his set was all about his beard. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a great episode. I love that show. Should I have mentioned another show on this one? Yeah. It's okay. They're television. Right. We're podcasts. Okay. Yeah. I don't think we're in direct competition. We're all right with it. Yeah. They're sponsoring the show. Yeah. We're totally fine. Uh, this whole segment brought to you by Crashing with Pete Holmes on HBO. I like I like where it's the full beard except not the beard part. I don't think that's full handlebar. Maybe it, Maybe that is handlebar. When it's uh-huh. the mustache and then the, the, the general burns all the way up, yeah, but yeah. no beard here, yeah, because it I, makes you look like a marionette. Yes, <laughs> and I like that. Or a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that? Do you think that facial hair used to be cooler? Because I have a sneaking suspicion that, like, because you look at pictures from the 1800s and you're like, you could get away with just like, you know what? I'm gonna grow my sideburns out a foot. Yeah. This guy's got a hair pyramid on his face. Yeah, yeah, but this they guy's... also wore derbies. 
And that was a bad look. You think the derby was a bad look? Oh, I hate those things. Really? I'm so opinionated and negative. I'm no, it's not negative. That's great. That. But all we know is Charlie Chaplin should go nowhere near you because of yeah, the facial hair and the derby. Yeah, that's right. He's got a double derby. whammy. Even he was wearing it as a joke. I don't think he liked him either. He was like, this stupid character I play totally wears a bowler. Yeah. Something I, Charles Chaplin, would never do. Sure. Yeah, That's the, the only stage direction in Waiting for Godot, or the only costuming in Waiting for Godot is, uh, these two idiots. These guys wear bowlers, definitely, because yeah. they're both idiots. Yeah. So bowler is worst hat? Is that what we were deciding? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, uh, How much we hate right. the bowler? Yeah. We have spoken. Right. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think for facial hair? Is there anything? If you had to choose a style of facial hair, this is so hard. If you had to, if you, if someone handed you a sharpie, I like long uh, sideburns. I do like just mutton chop sideburns. No, not mutton chops. Come on, like long straight down. Yeah, you know, like the the nineteen sixties. That kind of stuff. So I'm going to do this. When I was a teenager, sure. (laughs) Tell me, tell me where to stop. I'm just gonna start Keep making. Going. He's at the bottom Keep of his going. ear. And he's Stop. going to his lip Stop. line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like a good inch south of the bottom of my ear. Yeah. Which yeah. is. Which I think is, that's a good uh, look. The name of an album. I've Flared out a little bit with a little point. No. No. You don't like the the Shatner flare out? Well, actually. See. <laughs> well, no. The, you mean from Star Trek? That came to yeah, a that point. Crazy point. Yeah. That came to a point. Yeah, those I came don't to... see. I don't. Nobody walks around the street with that. It's more like a. Have like, you ever, ever been to a Comic Con? No. <laughs> Mike Nesmith had those. He had more like a. He had those kind of like bell bottoms on his face. That's what yeah. Elvis had was the was the bell bottoms on his face. Yeah, that's exactly bell bottoms. Exactly what they look like. I like face bell bottoms. I would be on board face with that. Look, as a guy who has grown up a huge Elvis fan uh, and and frequently had the long like. In high school, had the Jason Priestley nine hundred two one zero semi flared version yeah. uh, of the Elvis. Uh, I'm I'm totally down with flared sideburns. Boy, what a what a dark horse victory this was. <laughs> <laughs> Best facial hair is apparently bell bottom sideburns, <laughs> but I am fully on board. Yeah. Oh, this was a wonderful rabbit hole. Right. That's it. Bell bottom yeah. sideburns. That's an answer. That's it. All right. Um, Facebook asks, <laughs> um, oh, this one's fun. Uh, it's summertime. You want to get a little bit of, uh, outdoor activity in hiking, biking, or swimming. Wow. I love hiking. Swimming's really good for you. Swimming makes me really hungry though. Yeah. And it's like a, a lot of effort for very little return in the sense that you're almost like on a hamster wheel. Yeah, right. you're going back because and forth. Because you burned in the all same those thing. calories and then you're really hungry. I guess is the question, do you, what, what do you enjoy more or what's the better exercise? Like what criteria are we going to use? Because exercise, I think, is one criteria the, for it. Yeah, that is a and good swimming question. swimming definitely wins that. Yeah. But if it's an outdoor, like in nature thing, I'm not just going to swim in a lake. Those things are just giant, gross puddles. Like. And freezing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is good that you make the distinction that it's uh, whether it's something that's enjoyable or purely exercise. Right. Uh, um, that is, is, is it clear that that's the question? All it said was hiking versus biking versus swimming. So I don't know Facebook's phone number. I for her Facebook. right now. Facebook. Yeah. I know, right? God. Uh. I, I'm gonna throw biking out into a, really? into a into a barrel fire. Here's why. <laughs> 
The only way to comfortably bike is standing up. They don't make, I've, and I've had. Oh, those seats. If, I, are there yeah. cyclists out there? Is there anybody out there who's a cyclist? Of course, you, Rebecca's you, no, a no. cyclist. Of Do you course ride you a are. bike or are you a cyclist? Because I think cyclist, I think like the bike shorts, the helmet, the, I get my own lane. Like every time you're driving. You are full on head to He's already ready to go. Uh, the, the, there's no comfortable seat. Yeah, they're like there's an IUD. No seat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll take your word for it, but yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. like the racing bikes. Yeah. Those are made specifically the, yeah. like you better stand up or yeah. you're, you're in trouble. It's like, it's like standing you. a book on its end and then sitting on it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, don't male bikers shave, shave their legs because of the aerodynamic? Oh, you, this is a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. The swimmers do that too, a, don't they? Yes, they do. Sure. Actually, I forgot about it. The that. only real manly ones are the hikers. <laughs> but we know you have a thing against body hair, so is hiking out? No, I love hiking. There you go. That's great. Um, what I like about hiking is you can take those uh, walking sticks and use them to help you walk, which I, uh, <laughs> I've never done. Ground. But boy, do I dream! Yeah. What do I dream of having two sticks that exist just to help me walk? Yeah, with like less—I don't know. I also I would feel like a gorilla because sure. I'd have like long arms or like but a also, Henson puppeteer. Yeah, yeah. I'm working a Skeksis as I walk yeah. up Mount Baldy. You have to care. You have to not care what other people think if you're going to use that. That's true. You know, yeah. I think generally hiking, like the look that most people when they're hiking have. You can't care about what other people think. Yeah, that's true. Because you're wearing more pockets than you'd ever <laughs> wear otherwise. <laughs> like somehow you have on a cargo shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't even know they made those. Yeah. Those no, fanny pack. <laughs> the shoes that look like somebody poured rubber on your naked foot. Yeah. So you have the separate. <laughs> oh my toes. god. Those. Oh god. Oh man. That yeah. is uh, utter filth. I don't know <laughs> whoever came up with that. That's it's just it's almost like walking around. It's obscene. Don't those look like, those, what some, it's like what somebody wears in Scooby-Doo to make people think a Bigfoot is nearby? <laughs> <laughs> if they walk in the snow around the cabin. It wasn't a real Bigfoot after all. <laughs> it's just <laughs> special shit. <laughs> um, I will say, though, for biking, as I have a bike, I like riding a bike. I did go and get the, um, I was like, no thank you, to the seat that it came with. So my bike, every time I've had a bike, it's always looked super dorky. Because I would get like a, one of those like hybrid or a mountain bike, but I would put like the giant, um, like street cruiser seat on it. <laughs> sure. So it, so it looks like Lynn Manuel Miranda's bike from Mary Poppins Returns where everything's just like super wide. Um, and it, you know, it has like the two little springs hanging off the bottom. You know what I'm talking about? Like a combine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I didn't care that my bike looked super dorky, but the thing that, that I think Gives biking uh, a little bit of a, a, a point is that you can go so far. Yeah. An hour on a bike, you can get clear across town. Yeah. And Whereas then, an hour of swimming, you can get a certain number of laps. Right. But if after an hour of biking, you're real tired, it's going to take you an hour to get back. And you yeah. also, you take your life in your hands. I mean, yeah. you don't know what's behind you. That that always was unnerving to me when I rode my bike. Yeah. You know, if you're going to do it on Venice Beach, where that's just a pure bike path, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But on the streets, it always was just made me nervous. I'd say Venice Beach is the least pure bike path. It is the hepatitis <laughs> bike path. It is. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's just like people with snakes around their neck, like, dancing at you. And, like, generally, it's a little freaky. 
Um, <laughs> that said, I was in Venice Beach last weekend and I loved it. Did you let yeah. that guy's bird sit on your shoulder and take a picture with it? <laughs> no, but I did just recently let a monkey sit on my sh- or two monkeys sit on my shoulders and take pictures. Where? Wow. Uh, Marrakesh. Yeah, and then we got in a fight with the guy uh, when he took them off of my shoulders. Not because he took them off. That's a whole other story. <laughs> that has nothing to do with biking. You were in Marrakesh? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, so, all right. I'm willing to take biking off of this just because in this moment, I'm remembering my bike rides across the Manhattan Bridge and the Brooklyn Bridge in New York and how utterly miserable I would be by the time I got to the middle of the Manhattan Bridge where it's at its highest. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you really do. You just have to stand up and ride and then periodically go, oh, I have to put my butt back down on this really painful. Okay. <laughs> oh. So I'm willing to take biking up. If it's, if it's for the, jo- because the question seems to imply the joy of it. Yeah. Right. Biking, swimming, hiking. That yeah. seems about the joy. And the most joyful of those I think is for me, hiking. Yeah. Oh, I, like I, I had a boyfriend who talked about uh, biking in Scotland. Ooh. And, you know, that song, you take the high road and I'll take the low road. Well, he was biking up the high road oh. and crying because it was so <laughs> awful. God. It was so brutal. Yeah. At, yeah. There, when, you, when you hike, there's at the very top, there is uh, usually a treat. You know yeah. what I mean? A view of some sort. If you're taking the high road biking, you just better hope that there's baby powder at the top. <laughs> uh. And then, but there's always downhill, which is always a joy. Downhill on a bike makes me feel like I'm, I, I always pretend I'm riding a motorcycle. Okay. Cause Do you I make don't the have noise? to pedal. Do you make noises with your mouth? Yeah. Sure you do. Yeah. I actually, uh, we used to have, um, I, 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 on our bikes, a, um. Thank you for telling the truth about that. Yeah. We had a button that Harley Davidson made a button you could attach to your bike that would just go. (laughs) Yeah, it was awesome. I was really excited about that. Uh, Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like, but there's, I'm a big swimming fan. Yeah. I like pools a lot. And then during the summer, because you set it up as summer. I was thinking when you were saying that what you didn't like about swimming was that it made you hungry. But that's when you get out and have whatever barbecue is being served. Yeah. And then you go back in and you're the kid who everybody tells stories about right. because you went in too early. Right. And turned into a leaden weight that sunk to the bottom of the pool. Isn't the idea that you get a cramp, right? Yeah. Yeah. You get a cramp that's so bad. It's such bull. Come on. That was never true. That's big food no, yeah. trying to keep us out of the pool and eating yeah. more. Um, I think though this question seems to imply like lap swimming though, like distance swimming, like, I mean, I, I, it sounds like summer barbecue sounds like splashing around in a pool, though. Yeah. The, the, whoever wrote the question was not specific enough. Yeah. And now we're splitting hairs over it. Well, I know. Yeah. Well, you know what? You are our guest. We will let you determine what we will choose as, like, what the criteria. Can you make this question more specific? I say we move the f*** on. Great. All right. Great. Hiking or swimming. <laughs> there it is. I'll uh, go hiking. I'll go hiking. All right, we're going go hiking. Hiking, hiking. All right, this one is my favorite of this list that we got because it's it's so silly, but I love it. Uh, what is the best hotel amenity? Tiny soap, tiny tiny shower cap, the little kit that has a swab and a nail file in it. That's pretty great. No, but room service. Come on, isn't yeah. that an amenity? Not all hotels have it. I'm, I, see, I guess service. I'm thinking of the freebies. I, okay. I think hotel amenity, I think the freebies. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, then, Room service is great. 
the robe you're not allowed to leave with. <laughs> yeah. Where we're staying, we're staying at the, uh, at the, at the Buchanan. Kempton Buchanan. Yeah. They give you a kimono. Yeah. You have a kimono instead of a robe. Yeah. Cause it's Japantown. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Look, I mean, it's tough to beat free kimono, but you don't get to take it with you. Yeah, you don't. I feel like if I wear a kimono, I look like I should have a big brick phone and be making deals. <laughs> <laughs> like if I'm walking around in it because it's coming to like and a high gold chain, high. A gold chain. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I told him four hundred or it take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> and I have the the sandals that are like the wood block sandals with, so with like, socks on. Yeah, yeah. full oh. socks on. Oh god! I keep my feet clean. <laughs> They only oh, touch dude. my shoes. Oh, that's beautiful. Get oh. New York on the phone. <laughs> Get New York on the phone. <laughs> uh, listening audience, I nearly just killed our guest. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. I was that's doing. I shouldn't right. do. You shouldn't do physical bits on a podcast yeah. anyway. Yeah. They I don't. Want, I want danger pay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're getting your stunt pay for the day. Um, what about the pen and paper? I always yes, take the pen. I the, love the, the pen. The pen is good. Sure. Um, I'm trying to think of, well, you know, this you can't take home, but the mint. The mint the or mint the chocolate. You could take the mint out service. You could, but I mean, who does that? You eat it. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> Nobody looks the at the mint on their pillow. I'm because you're this back in later. your hotel late at night, yeah. and there's nothing to eat, and everything's closed. And you end up eating potato chips that cost $5,000. Yeah. The little thing of Pringles that's three inches tall. Oh, man. The mint is pretty good. Like, the mint is... Because it, it's so teeny tiny on a whole bed. If I yes. Were, if I were at a hotel, I would start with the mint on the bed, and I would have a trail leading to a random corner of the hotel with just a big sign that says, Will you marry me? Nobody there. <laughs> I just wonder if that would work. And whoever saw it would go... Yes. <laughs> they don't know who it is. Oh, surprise. You just married the ice machine. Good luck. Oh, God. That's great. That's um, great. I think we covered the amenities, right? I think we covered them. Yeah. So did one come out of that as the winner? Well, I think if it's a good... I mean, all of the soaps and the, and the body lotion, they smell like shit. They're awful. <laughs> They're really awful. And they always have these exotic names like... Pearl essence and you know mm-hmm. lavender squeeze or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know. I really wish that I got back to my hotel room and the the soap was lavender squeeze. <laughs> you know, it just came out. Um, yeah, they're awful. Yeah, invariably. And sometimes it's just a list of things. It's like sunflower, rose, mint, coriander. I feel like, I feel like you guys are being real mean to uh, real mean to the hotel soaps. I kind of love the uh, because I am a uh, I am a Irish Spring and whichever soap was had shampoo or had a whichever shampoo already had conditioner in it. Sure. So yeah. like so these are these to me are like fancy and exotic. I'm like what is what is bergamot? <laughs> but they, there's a, there's something fascinating about the like the body lotion is actually makes your skin dry. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's designed to do that. Yeah, it's like the yeah. it's like the pretzels on a bar. Yeah, yeah, they make you drink more. Mm-hmm. I exactly. Get you. So you go in the mini bar. So is it? So is it the mint? Nah. If we hate the soaps, is it the, the mint? I love that because yeah, the mint is great. Well, what about slippers? There are some hotels yeah. that like slippers. Can I tell you what Marrakesh had that I loved? Pointy slippers. Oh, that curl. So I was up? like, I feel like Aladdin. They oh. didn't curl, but they were pointy. Oh. 
The free slippers are great because you do get to keep those. <laughs> this is a podcast, but I did the I Dream of Genie thing. It was pretty great. You guys. We'll put, uh, Ken, add that sound cue. Just play the I Dream of Genie theme yeah, right please, there. Yeah, put the for sound like half on there. A second. Special notes for Ken Plume, our producer. Yeah. Uh, I love your theme song, by the way. I thank you. That's nice. Um, thank you. Mike Furman. I love it. I love it. He's oh, so good. You. The great Mike Furman. Right. With n- zero direction. We just told him what the podcast was, and then that's, that's what he that's came up with. really great. Oh, thanks. We'll let him genius. know. Um, all right. On three, we'll say either mint or slippers, <laughs> and we'll see if we're all on the same page. Okay. One, two, three. Slippers. Mint. Fine. That's two slippers what and a mint. What is in the water today with me? I don't know. We've, we've gone two. You know what it is? I can't eat slippers. <laughs> <laughs> or can I? Uh, or can Maybe you. I can. Maybe if I'm at staying at the, at like the witch from Hansel and Gretel's hotel. <laughs> They're yeah. made out of marshmallow. Wouldn't that be a great theme hotel? Yeah. Ooh. And the heat never goes, they, they just, that room gradually gets warmer and warmer. <laughs> as they feed you. Oh, free prime rib. Don't mind if I do. Sure. And somebody keeps squeezing your finger yeah. to see how plump it is. Oh, God. You eventually catch on and hand them the chicken bone. <laughs> oh. um, all right. Uh, Facebook asks, uh, early bird or night owl? I don't know what that means. Like, oh, this means, do, early would you rather go to breakfast? bed early and wake up early? Or be someone who stays up very late and then get up bed at 10 or 11? At some ungodly hour, only well, to wake up halfway through the day. I think I've made it clear what my position is on this one. <laughs> Hal, you made it clear what your position was when you text me nearly every time at 7 o'clock in the morning. Wake up, Mark. Yeah. Wake up the like, morning the day has arrived. But I think you can't help what your time clock is. You yeah. know, ever since mm-hmm. I had kids, I cannot sleep past 7, no matter what. No mm-hmm. kidding. Just like yeah. because... No matter how late I stayed up the night before. Because when they were growing up, like, yeah. as, as like... I'll go. Little... No, you go. No, I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> Who usually won the battle of the I'll go, no I, go? I was doing it every time. Yeah. I did it all. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I once I started working at the place where I work now, and I had to wake up in the morning, I just can't sleep in. Last night, we we had an event, and we got back to the hotel and fell asleep probably around one thirty, and I woke up at 6.30. And had to force myself to go back to sleep. I was just up. And you were able to? I was able that's, to. That's amazing. Yeah. That took – I watched uh, an episode of television and then I went back to sleep for an another An episode of hours. television? Tell us what show yeah. put you <laughs> to sleep. I caught you up. You could have been more cryptic. <laughs> I caught up on – listen, they're not paying us. Like that show that Lorraine mentioned that I can't remember the name of. Okay. Uh, right. It was Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I was catching up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So I watched the latest episode, and then I went back to sleep afterwards. Was that episode was of hard. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, much like this show, brought to you by Crashing, starring Pete Holmes on <laughs> HBO? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like uh, I'm behind if I don't get up early. Mm-hmm. Um, I, know, I mean... It is frequently like I'll look at my phone and I'll get up at eight and I'll look at my phone and I'll feel already behind the day because Hal will have started texting me two hours earlier. And I'm like, oh, what did I miss? Well, um, you know, the, all the um, health magazines and stuff like that, they always talk about, you know, it's important that you get eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. Mm-hmm. 
and for for like you know brain health. Right. So whenever I have interrupted sleep, I think I'm doomed. I'm getting <laughs> Alzheimer's, dementia. It doesn't just mean that you're automatically like out, right? Like if you don't get your eight hours, like well, the magazine said I had to, but I didn't. So yeah, so goodbye I, forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I I like getting up early. That's I, I do mean, too. I like, like the quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And especially living in Los Angeles, uh, because we're three hours behind New York, mm-hmm. and I, having lived in both cities, I feel like I've split my time between the two of them. So there are moments when, like, if I get up late in L.A., I'm like, it's already mid-afternoon in New York. Um, I, I, quickly, I, I know it's going to be getting up early rather than staying up late. I think we've agreed. Um, I had a teacher in college who, uh, she was trying to explain to us that very thing that like, no, this is the good time. It's a good time to go to bed around 11 and get up around seven and get your eight hours. That was her thing. And she'd say, it's because of the moon and your circadian rhythms. And she would get in all this stuff. And we were staring blankly at her like a bunch of 18 year old college students going, we don't know what you're talking about. I'm living forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then <laughs> one day she just me. went, just do it. Cause that's what all the other animals do. And we went, Oh, okay. And that made total sense to us that like all the other non nocturnal species, they're like, yeah, around 11, get up around seven. Like, okay. I, I read this thing where uh, actually the natural rhythm for bodies is to sleep four hours, wake up, and then go back again for four hours. Really? Which made me feel great because that's exactly what I do. Yeah. There was a time in history where people would sleep and then get up and go visit each other for several hours yeah, in the that middle was, of the we night. Yeah, we read the same article. I yes, think. Yeah, similar, I, which I think my wife, who is somewhere, there she is. That's what she does. She goes to sleep and then I'll wake up in the middle of the night and she'll have her reading light on. Oh, wow. Which is like if you took three suns and put it in (laughs) something the size of my fingertip. And then aimed it directly at your eye somehow. She just puts it over and goes, are you asleep? (laughs) Where were you on the night of the... I'm I'm reading Somehow she's got it swinging. (laughs) So Uh, yeah, it's early bird. It's early Early bird. bird. Asked and answered. Asked and answered. Early bird. Bravo. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh... Socks in bed? Yes or no? Do you go to bed wearing socks? I know, right? That's what I said when I first read it. Was what? And then I'm like, I do that sometimes. And then in the middle of the night, I go and I kick my socks off. Yeah. My feet are always hot in bed. Even if it's cold, I always stick my feet out. Isn't that an interesting story? (laughs) (laughs) Celebrities are just like us. That's right. Their feet also get hot. Uh... I I feel like this person is asking for permission rather than an answer. Oh, like they want to know if it's okay. With my wife. Yeah, yeah. Some sometimes people, I mean, people's feet get cold and they wear socks, but they they do always come off. Yeah, because you're you're. I've never I put socks on. I've had socks on when I went to bed. I've never woken up with socks on. You Were go. you drunk? Come on. Yeah, probably. I've, oh, I've gone to bed in a full tuxedo, including shoes and jacket and tie. Oh, quit your bragging. Look, yeah. I'm, <laughs> that I wore a tuxedo once. Wow. Yeah. I know. I'm a real, I'll be taking, I'm a real promsman, yeah. you guys. I'll be taking my sleep in the formal bedroom tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I have to put a tuxedo on. Yeah. Uh, I love, you sleep when you're drunk, when you get on your belly. With your arms. If, if anybody who's listening and is here have seen Mark 
and drunk history when he hits the floor. That's how he sleeps when he's drunk. That's accurate. Let my body hit the floor. Yeah. Let my body hit the floor. Yeah. But you'll go, you'll, even then you'll take your shoes and socks off. Usually, right? I think Derek Sometimes. takes my shoes and socks off. At that point. <laughs> somebody took like, I was like, Oh, somebody took my shoes and socks off. I can wiggle my toes. This is nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, I tend to get hot when I sleep too. Like yeah. I sleep with the fan on, like I'm blast me with cold air while I'm sleeping. So it's rare that I go to bed in socks. Um, do you think we should give this person permission, though? No. Okay. No. So, no, you don't get to wear socks to bed. hell with them. Get yeah. another blanket and put it over your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't socks just foot blankets anyway, though? They are. Right? They're sleeping bags for your feet, Mark. They're not oh, blankets. Oh, you guys. <laughs> Please. Asked and answered. Asked and answered. Stop it, whoever you are. There are other ways. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> this is one of the ones Hal hates. But I love uh, Georgia, the state, or Georgia, the country. What can we say about that? Really, what? I, Hal is making a face like he hates this one. I just, uh, this is one of those that somebody put up as a joke. Yeah, and you know what? We're going to make him smoke and all those cigarettes. That's Mark's favorite, favorite one. Well, you did research on this. I so. did a little bit of research about this. Well, um, le- I mean, it's clear that Georgia, the country is in the intersection of Asia and Europe, and it's cold. Atlanta is warm. It has dogwood trees. When they're blooming, it's like, have you ever seen cherry blossoms blooming in Japan? Mm -hmm. That whole look. The the dogwood in in Atlanta uh, especially is breathtaking. So, And it's a warm climate. What, I mean, how is there any confusion? Well, (laughs) Georgia, the country... Is the birthplace of Joseph Stalin. I rest my case. Yeah, it's Georgia the state. Thank goodness. It gave us, yeah, it gave us some great music and some great dogwoods and Jimmy Carter. And by the way, there's, if you ever go to Knoxville, Tennessee, my hometown, every year in the spring, we have a dogwood arts festival. Oh my God. And the dogwoods bloom there. And, uh, isn't it beautiful? It's beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, and then in church, they used to always tell us the story of the, the dogwood and, uh, and somehow, somehow in the South, they figured out how to, um, make the, the story of Jesus and the dogwood. I'm like, this is not in the Bible. And they're like, well, we have dogwoods in this town. So yes, yeah, he was now. riding a dinosaur <laughs> yeah, one exactly. day. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So, uh, sorry, George Balanchine, uh, who is, uh, he was also from Georgia. He was from Georgia. Really? You know who else was from Georgia? Hal. Zaza Pachulia. That's right. We're in San Francisco right now. Center for the Golden State Warriors, uh, two-time, uh, two-time national champs. We sure we still want to go with Georgia the state, right? NBA champs. I like that you said it like they're a college team. Yeah. You know, I don't follow the NBA terribly. I do. When you said national champs, I knew for sure. They won their Super Bowl. Fair enough. No, I'm sorry. That's, that's not. They won their super baskets. <laughs> right? Better. Something like that. Um, all right. So that's asked and answered. It is Georgia the state. Um, and I like this one. Uh, the internet asks, Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> Why Saturday? Come on. Sundays are great. Who They're are the you sitting next one. to, Mark? 
It wasn't called Sunday Morning Live. It was Saturday Night Live. I mean, she was employed. That was like a. But also, it's you don't have to go to work the next day. Yeah, you get exactly. Unless you're a priest. Now that was not part of the question. It's a very yeah. good point. Not part of the question. Yeah, Saturday is, is the Tim reward award? for enduring the week. Yeah, you know, and I always thought of days of the week as colors. Uh-huh. I always saw them as colors, and for me, Saturday was always pink, and Sunday was gray. Oh wow! And Monday was black, and Tuesday. Then it got nice. What is that? There's a name for that, right? Where you think where like things I, get associated with colors. I know, but uh, I only do it with that. Just with days of the week. Just with days of the week associated with colors. Um, There's nothing else interesting about me, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Just that you associate days of the week with colors. Yeah. So uh, Monday is black? Yeah, yeah. What what gives each day its specific color? Well, it, it was really, it originated with my attitude about school. And I really hated school. Mm-hmm. So that's why Monday was black for me. And Sunday was like putting its toe into Monday. Sure. And that's why it was gray. It was fading into the black of Monday. Yeah. Now I love Sunday because it's the best TV. That's See, that like, look, yeah. there's, there's a great case for Sunday. I mean, yeah. there, Sunday feels more relaxed to me. Sunday feels like the day when everybody is just because there are a lot of people that work six days a week or work different hours. I feel like Sunday feels like the day that everyone is off. Yeah. You can go to the farmer's market. Yeah. You can cook and then you can watch TV. Yeah. Like a long leisurely, (laughs) because sometimes like on a Saturday, it's like, we're going to do this and this and this and this. And it's like, Oh, I really wish it was just Sunday. So I could just watch watch football and eat all day. Mm I, to me, the main differentiator, and it's good. Sundays are Sundays are very good, and they they definitely have a lot of value. Is if you have a a job that is Monday through Friday, Sunday night is the night you have to have a bedtime. Saturday, there's really no yes. limit to how you spend that day. Yeah, it's because freedom. You have another. Saturday you have a free day freedom. the next day. Yeah. yeah, and even when you're, if you have a shifted work schedule, whatever the day, the first day you have off is, you call it your Saturday. Because it's the most prized day of the week. That is funny. Yeah, I do like working jobs where I've never had a job that was like Monday to Friday, nine to five. It's always been in assorted things. And everybody talks about like, today's my Friday. You're like, but it's Tuesday. So yeah, I kind of love that. Uh, Yeah. So my Saturday is my day that's all mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. And Saturday morning cartoons, which don't really exist in the way that they did. but. Someone was talking about Davy and Goliath the other day. Oh, yeah. And talking about that dog <laughs> and a really stupid voice. <laughs> oh, Davy. I don't know Davy and Goliath. Is it oh. claymation? Yeah. And it, was, it was basically using claymation to, to teach Christianity. Yeah. Bible stories and sh- oh, Well, yeah. not Bible stories, but yeah, it was teaching That would have been a better name for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bible stories and sh- Yeah. Um, so sidebar, you do a lot of cartoons. Yes. Right? What, uh, do you, like, do you have favorites? Do you have favorite characters that you do on now that you have in cartoons now? Do you have, like, is there one car, is, are there characters that speak to you? Are there shows that speak to you? Um, I did a show, uh, a Nickelodeon show in the 90s called As Told by Ginger. Mm-hmm. And I played the mother on that, Lois Foutley. And it was a really fun character for me. And she was a mother, you know, which I related to, of a daughter, which I related to. I have two daughters. 
And it was just, and she had, she had kind of this, uh, I don't know why, fish, and they were about uh, like Tyne Daly and James Cagney. <laughs> and so they always would give me words like, you know, Hanneker, you know, or something like that. I gave uh, you hard-boiled detective words yeah. to say. And then I, I just, we just uh, wrapped uh, three seasons, well, it's actually made into six, but it was three years of uh, Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, and I was the Wicked Witch. And that That's was cool. a really Iconic fun Iconic role part. to play, yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, I guess it just starts tomorrow is, uh, Three Below, which is a Guillermo del Toro cartoon. Yeah. And the first part was, uh, Troll Hunters, and my characters have gone from that to Three Below, and hopefully to the one that's coming after that. So, like, it's a spin-off, your characters got their own spin-off Yes, series. they've just been, you know, kind of a through line. But I love <laughs> it. I love it. Well, what's your, what was your approach to, uh, to, uh, the Wicked Witch. Like, if you you get a role like this, you're like, you're going to play the Wicked Witch of the West. Like, this is... Well, I, I just, I listened to Margaret Hamilton as much as I could. Yeah. So, so you're trying could... to, like, line it up with the... Yeah, she had a really broke, specific cadence. And, of course, you know, I, it's been, like, weeks since I've done her. I'm going to be doing her again on Tuesday, but I cannot remember what I did. <laughs> but, you know, she she would, like, extend certain phrases and... Ah, I just, oh, it's late at night. And my brain is not working. <laughs> but yeah, That's it's fair. very specific patterns. Right on. Yeah. Sure, we can't, we can't ask you to, you know, work on a Saturday night, Lorraine Newman. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> so right. Saturdays, we're, we're comfortable with Saturdays. Yeah. Have I convinced yeah. you? All right. Yeah, Great. it's Saturdays. Asked and answered. Yeah. It's Saturdays. There we go. Right. Saturdays. Saturdays. They all knew. They all knew. They don't. I felt like that was aimed at yelling at me. Um, it was. All right. Uh, when you get a soda, uh, the can, the bottle, or the fountain? Uh, bottle and can. Fountain is bad, and here's why. Okay. They make it too sweet. You know, the okay. mix is always too sweet. And what I do is when I go, because I'm like, you know, the Harry Met Sally customer, where it's like, can you just like fill the glass three quarters of the way and then add just straight soda in there? <laughs> Because uh, they're just too sweet out of the fountain, you know. Yeah. See, I like the I like the fountain for that reason, though, because you can mix and match your flavor. If it's one of the ones that's a self serve fountain. Oh yeah. I probably spend more time at Jack in the Box than you do. <laughs> no, I mean I've gone to the movies. I've sure. gone to the motion pictures. Oh, the picture show, sure. And uh, yeah, where they, they, the old timey picture show where they scoop the syrup right into your yeah. cup. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to mix the Pims with the strawberry soda. Mm. Wait, isn't Pims booze? Uh, there is a, a... Oh, it's Pibs. Excuse me. Oh, Mr. Pibs. I'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, if I could get a Pims cup, just like straight out of a soda fountain, like if you went to the movie theater and it was Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, Jameson, like, yeah. Wow. I'd take that. Um, but I do like that I, I can, like... I can make and mix and match it however I want. I get the right amount of ice. Mm-hmm. If I want to put a little soda in there, if I want to do the three quarters and then the one quarter soda, I can do that. But um, this question connotes that you don't have that choice because a bottle okay. and a can is done for you. So the fountain. So we're assuming that it's being handed to you. Yeah. Yes. I oh. think that that's because the others we can't manufacture. See, that changes things because that's my, my thought, way of thinking. Look, well, I'm down for your way of thinking that originally I thought, 
For me, clearly, it's the fountain because I have that control. Right. But if someone's handing it to me, I like a bottle because I can close it. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Well, like if I'm, I'm not done yet. <clears throat> I'm thinking of a specific brand, which and since I've already mentioned TV shows, I'm not going to mention the brand, but it is so thirst quenching. It is a diet version of a regular soda. Is Coca-Cola? it crashing starring? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it begins with a C. Uh, but there is nothing like that thing. It's so crisp and it's oh. thirst quenching and it's not too sweet. I, I'm addicted to it. Yeah, it's in a can. It's the elixir of the gods. Yeah, I know. See, I'm, I, my father loves. He's a diet coke now. Uh, diet coke zero. Okay, there we oh, go. that's what we were talking. I'm I trying to get paid coke. here. I know. I drink so hard three or four of them a day. He he would drink the plastic bottles. And then they would, he would throw them in the back seat of his car and then collect them to go into a, a bin together. Okay. But the, if you rode with him anywhere, it was like stepping into a garbage dump. <laughs> <laughs> it was like nice. if, like Heathcliff's car. <laughs> he didn't really drive that stupid convertible for the cartoon. He had a car, it was filled with, it was probably like a trash car. He had to have a trash car. It always had that perfect outline of a fish skeleton. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but that. I love the bot, I like the glass bottle. I love that style yeah. of bottle that's and it now carried the over. Yeah, and I, I really like, I kind of miss those stubby little glass bottles. Yeah. From, from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. It had you had a styrofoam label. Those weird styrofoam labels, yeah. I feel like that's the bottle that a bar, like a classy bar will use when they're going to make you a, a, a rum and coke or a rum and dyke. And they're, they're like, we'll just do it with this. Yeah, styrofoam is really classy. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Lorraine, I told you I spent a lot of time with Jack in the Box. Okay. Styrofoam is classy. I'm used to paper. I don't judge. I do not <laughs> judge. Not at all. Uh, cans have like the really small juice cans, mm-hmm. too small. Then the regular size cans. Then and then four loco, the really tall cans. <laughs> Those are like the You know three... they put other stuff in the big cans besides four loco. Doesn't matter. It's jet fuel. No there's yeah. no like tall boy can of soda. Oh Mountain right? Dew. Don't they do Mountain Dew like that? Yeah, that's like that's like four loco for light. That's like, like two loco. Crystal it's meth. Four... Yeah. It's meth for middle schoolers. It is, yeah. yeah. Is what Mountain Dew is. And that is also from my hometown of Knoxville, Tennessee. Of course it Mountain is. Mountain Dew. Yeah. Mountain Dew and the Dogwood Arts Festival. Mm, boy. <laughs> Didn't they tell the story when you were growing up in church of the time Jesus, Jesus and Mountain invented Dew. Mountain Dew? <laughs> when he was playing Fortnite for of Mountain Dew. 30 straight hours? Or the um, miracle of the waters. Yeah. So are we going with, uh, are we going with bottle then? Yeah. Over can? Yes, yeah, we could, yeah. we could agree yeah. on bottle. All right. So, uh, it is bottle. Asked and answered. Asked answers. and answered. <laughs> That's right. That's it. Um, all right, we got time for a couple of more of these. Uh, let's do, oh, this is fun. I like this one. This one may be a longer discussion, but it's, it, it interested me when I saw it. Uh, what do you guys think is the best? And I'm going to say this because it was a very vaguely worded question. Um, to, as the, as the person creating it, not as a viewer of it, but as the person creating it, what is, uh, the best art medium? Oh crap! So wh- I was, why? I was hoping we wouldn't get to this one. Why? You don't like art? Uh, it's not that I don't like art. It's just that I'm hard pressed to think of different mediums. I like I like sculpting. I like like but realism. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not too keen on abstract art. Right. Uh, Everybody just pretends they are. I think. The yeah, people I think that you're are, right. It's pretending. the emperor's new clothes. Let's yeah. face it. Yeah, that's uh, a square on a canvas with a line through it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Don't call that isolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Current mood. Yeah. Uh, I like watercolors. I think that it's a difficult uh, way to. It's a difficult medium. Yeah. And when it's done well, it's just beautiful to me. Yeah. And uh, I like like you know Rodin and who's the guy that did all the Western stuff. Mm. I was at Louis L'Amour, but John Wayne. the books, right? Yeah. No, the, it, it's, it's... Yeah, like the, the bronze, like... The yeah, bucking, I was at the White House. Uh, yeah. They have a bunch of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all scenes of horses and cowboys, mm-hmm. and can't think of the name of yeah. that. Does anybody it's old know? Statue Bart. Yeah, <laughs> old Statue Bart. I remember him when he came to Sam. Um, yeah, I, oh, but, but remember we're saying this is to do, like ones that you enjoy oh. doing. Uh, Meet me that's in what front I meant, of like, the saloon the... at high noon. I'm going to sculpt you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And I'm not going to stop until you're on a horse. <laughs> a wild horse. Do you fall off? That's for you to interpret. <laughs> I just put it in front of you to play it out in your mind. Hey, wait a minute. You just drew a square with a line through it on a canvas. That's right. It's called current mood. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. I, I like oils because I'm pretty sure that was, that was the medium that, uh, Rembrandt worked in and Bob Ross. And Bob Ross. Yeah. Uh, Bob, oh, Ross. Bob Ross. The two of them alone. Rembrandt and Bob Ross. I mean. <laughs> You can do wet painting technique with the Bob Ross. You can do yeah, wet on wet. I mean, a, yeah, a Rembrandt is. Who, don't laugh at that. That's not. That's how he he would wet the canvas yeah. and then paint wet on wet. Yeah, it was wet on wet. Wet. He actually, I remember, <laughs> I, I I recorded it and I think I put it on Instagram because it made me laugh because at the beginning of one episode he did the whole thing and then he went, "It's wet, slick, and ready to go," and I hope you are too. Let's go. <laughs> and I went, "Whoa!" <laughs> oh no! I was like, "I hope you're only talking about the end of that sentence." <laughs> I was once listening to NPR, and one of those uh, guys that has a crazy name, I think it was Kai Rizdal, was talking about a, a theft of, of walnuts, you know, which is a big industry in California, and the people were caught. It was a million dollars, millions of dollars worth of walnuts, and so Kai Rizdal on NPR says, well, I guess that licked the problem of nut rustlers. <laughs> in my car I was like, huh? like I could not believe it Kai you got real excited to yeah, say that like really if you know that was not that was not typed out in the copy Kai penciled that oh in god yes at the yeah. bottom of his page but I, I was just I love that but uh, no but you said what is the most pleasurable to do to do yeah I like, like line drawing I like doing line I, drawing I think something something about that that's Generally, and I think somebody brought this up, uh, when this was the topic in the, in the thread, and I, I was like, yeah, that makes sense is, yeah, a pencil and paper, anyone can get, anyone can have, anyone can be artistic just with a, why are you smirking over there, Hal? Cause doesn't Nut Rustler sound like something that would have been on Cinemax? Alright. <laughs> when we were kids? You really were just sitting on that? It was just all I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, trying to talk about art and you're over there giggling about nut rust. It's the the tape you tried to sneak in mature. at the video rental place. It was like if the curtains fluttered open to that section of the store, you would just see nut rustlers <laughs> on a spine. It was always fun to walk past that section and walk fast so the curtain fluttered. Yeah. Oh, and what's that smell? Uh 
Oh. What were we talking about? We're talking about draw, but yeah, I think you're right. Like line drawing, just like yeah, a pencil and paper and drawing. Like that's yeah. the the most primitive version. I mean, I guess the most primitive version of it is you know uh, blood of a blood on a cave wall in the shape of a uh, elk or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, uh, drawing with a, a just simple. What do you like to do? Just drawing. I do enjoy drawing. I everything else is a lot more preparation, mm-hmm. more than I'm willing to do. I like to like doodle or draw something. Just sort of freehand. I enjoy that more. Do you have a, a doodle that you that do you have a go to doodle? Yeah. What mm-hmm. is it? Well, I I do circles. I try to write with my left hand and draw and write with my left hand. And uh, one thing I do is circles, and then I do little eyes and a little round nose and a little round mouth. So the person's like. So it's all made of <laughs> so the whole thing. Is yeah, made of everything circle, curly hair, and it, it looks pretty good. Right on. Uh, you've, uh, you've practiced it. You've done it a few times. I do it when I'm like doing recording sessions and yeah. it's not me. <laughs> sure. Because uh, you're not paying attention to the story, right? Yeah. Uh, Fuck that. It's not yeah. me. <laughs> Hal, what's your go-to doodle? I, a entirely accurate crossing of the Delaware. <laughs> Either but, that or Garfield. <laughs> Which again is a series Hal, of circles and Hal, then just some stripes. Hal. You never drew Garfield crossing the Delaware? I like don't. with Nermal holding the oar? Yeah. And Odie hanging off the back? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know if, the, if that would actually happen, that, po- that, that Nermal would be in the water. Yeah. Pookie would be the one rowing. Sure. His teddy bear. Pookie is a Garfield That's character? That's his teddy bear. Oh. Yeah. I worked on Garfield, too. Really? And talking about trash in the car, the guy who does Nermal, uh, Greg... I can't believe it. Oh, boy. He's going to kill me. Great voice actor. But he had the exact same car I did. And I was wrapped before him. So I went out and was like, who put that trash in my back seat? <laughs> you know? Like, Why doesn't my key oh, work? What happened? You know? <laughs> then I came back in and said, who did this? And he was like, oh, that's uh, my car. What? Uh, which Garfield was this? Um, Is this a, the current the current one. Cartoon that's right, yeah. the sort of 3D looking one? Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. Who do you play on Garfield? I a lot of various Aunt yeah. Ivy and, uh, oh my God. It's various characters. I'm, I'm utility. Do you like having one role on a cartoon or do you like being utility? Utility is fun. Yeah. Because it's all different characters. I like that. Yeah. I do too. Um, yeah. all right. So, uh, so drawing with, uh, pencil and paper. Yeah. The, 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 the egalitarian art form. I was really hoping it was going to be finger painting because that's super fun. But yeah, yeah. when's God, the last that, time you finger painted? Uh, what day is it? <laughs> Quite. I was like four. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, uh, the internet asks: uh, gas or electric stove? Ga- yeah. Gas. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, gas. that's uh, that's the easiest one on this whole list. Yeah. Sure. Have you ever cooked on the one that's just a, a glass surface? Yeah, that's they've what... actually really improved the technology for uh, electric stoves. Not at my mom's house. Oh, <laughs> she has the ones from way yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, those are awful. Yeah, the coils. Oh, the coils oh, yeah, are they're bad. Terrible. Yeah, when this just gets bright red, put a pan on it and see what happens. Yeah, it's it's just you can really gas is more of an art form. Yeah, yeah. You, know. you get underneath there, you look, you see what the yeah yeah. yeah I like that. Yes. Yes. It's, it's fun. We do have a, at our place, we have the glass top and it's, it's nice, but 
I like the the cooking with. Yeah, gas. the new glass top is you can really control the amount of heat. Yeah, uh, and it's it's great, and it also cools off immediately. It yes. has really a lot of safety features, but I just I like gas. Yeah, and I cannot lie. <laughs> you other cooks can't deny. I assume you're holding over my favorite one on the list for the last one, which is the one we're talking about backstage. No, I don't remember what we were talking about. Go ahead, go ahead and uh, and say it then. If we the, have the uh, gym class, yeah, that was yeah. It. Uh, what is the best elementary school gym class activity? Phys ed is this men, <laughs> boys, In elementary school. We didn't I mean, have a gym. Oh, this I it's Oh, I thought you were saying that men and boys were your favorite elementary school gym well, that, class activity. That too, but I was looking to I was deferring to the men but, to answer the question. But you did have you had phys ed. Yes, in we had P. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I loved handball. Uh, I was Foursquare. Foursquare. Yeah, four dodgeball. We played Foursquare. We played in dodgeball. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We're just out in front of... I went to theater school. We did a lot of stuff that... We did a lot of stuff that children do. Okay. Um, Yeah, uh, four squares. Dodgeball always seemed mean, though. Because dodgeball, there was always going to be the one kid that you were like, oh, man, he's in for a day in gym class today. Yeah. And one kid... They don't play it anymore. Yeah. They don't? Mm Mm-mm. No? No. Gone. It's too... It's a PC issue. It's not the answer anyway. The answer to this one is very easy. Wait, it's when you is it the shuttle run? No, it's when you pull out a parachute. Yes. And you oh. all stand around the parachute. Did you ever do this, Lorraine? Oh, no. And you put different size like plastic balls or like volleyballs or whatever, and then all the kids you make it wave. Yeah. Oh, the that's balls like jump a, up, you throw it up, gym. run under, come back. That We'd, was gym I did class. that at kitty gyms with mm-hmm. my kids. Yeah. I never did it in school when I was a well, oh, you we say boys. I was a child in the early fifties <laughs> when it was just, you know. Torture. No. Back, back just, when schools didn't have a parachute in the yeah. supply closet <laughs> right. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there's an old World War II vet janitor and they're like, all right, guys, we have gym class today. Let's see what's in the closet. You guys want my old parachute? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I landed in, in the middle of Germany and that. That's great. We're going to just run underneath it. Yeah. Look what a tennis ball does when you put it on top. Look. <laughs> I'll See? tell you what the Kaiser does when you put him under it. <laughs> but that's it. That's the best because it's the it's really fun to see all the kids are trying to like you all have the dream collectively. It's the one time you get a bunch of kids to agree if we're able to snap this properly, this ball will go to the moon. <laughs> And then the other is when you when you get to run underneath the parachute. That's fun, yeah. yeah and then try and get fun. back before it touches you. Yeah. That well, sounds great. I wish we did that. Right? What did you guys do in phys ed? Did you have no... I just told you. Handball, four square, dodgeball. All right. You know. But so just baseball. no apparatus-based yeah. stuff. Baseball was yeah, always Yeah, monkey fun. bars yeah. and stuff like that. Kickball. That was what was monkey bars in gym class or was that like a recess That was thing? a recess. Recess. Yeah. 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 I mean, the parachute thing is pretty great. Handball is one of those sports that, like, it feels like the world's most difficult sport to me. Well, you know, I'm talking about grammar school where it's like that squishy red ball that's easy to. Oh, I love the big squishy red ball. Yeah. yeah. That's the one we played with. Yeah, not I'm, like the I'm little. I'm talking like the high lie one and the, <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh, elementary school high lie. Yes. <laughs> and they ended it just like the Aztecs did by cutting the heart out of the loser and, yeah. and sacrificing it to the gods. 
You guys remember in elementary school when you would just kick human skulls around, <laughs> just like the Aztecs did? Didn't Those they bowl the with human heads? Yeah, I think so. They in did? elementary school or the Aztecs? The elementary school. Yeah. God. Yeah. In Knoxville, Tennessee, they did. We had all that Mountain Dew, though. <laughs> you guys, you were having a great time. Oh, man, we had fun. Dogwood Arts Festival and Mountain Dew. Mm, um, do we have time for one more? We have time for one more, right? Uh, let's sure. See. I think, yeah, all right. I that like person that. wants it. Right. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to find, uh, we actually only have one left on here. Uh, and it's not as exciting as that one, but that's okay. It's great. Uh, Surfer Turf. Oh, I like both. Right? How do you decide? Are we going steak or lobster? Or are we going like in general land animals or sea animals? It's steak or lobster. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be. Look, I like to broaden things out just for lunacy's sake. But. Yeah. But it's much easier to make a decision about two unbelievably scrumptious things. Yeah, right? It's it's typically a strip steak. Is that right? Yeah, it's not. Well, no, it's it a, or can be filet mignon. It's a filet, yeah. yeah. I mean, if it's a filet mignon, that's meat. A filet mignon's de- it's uh, delicious. That's what for dinner? I do like <laughs> beef. It's what's for dinner. Um, but I do like uh, there's something about eating the whole animal that is very, uh, like, you have the lobster there. It's like, there he is, sitting on your plate looking at you. I thought you were going to go for a suckling pig. <laughs> no, that was my serpent turf. <laughs> a whole no. lobster and a whole, no, <laughs> a whole suckling the whole pig animal, and a whole swordfish. I was like, fish. what is he? Re- yeah, okay, yeah. the whole animal, the lobster. Yeah. Just doing like a one-person luau. <laughs> just bring, you the, bring me the whole pig. You just sit there with your own little crank spit, just... Turning that little suckling pig. Oh, I was watching a cooking show this morning. It was all on pork. And it was things that you just can't... It was horrifying, wonderful. I I felt sick watching it. Yeah. Because I love bacon. Who doesn't love bacon? But the things that they were doing with it was so decadent. What did they do with this bacon? Oh, one of them... um, They pounded out a pork loin... Then, you know, did a, you know, milk and egg wash and, and saltines ground up, deep fried it. Then on top of that, they put thick cut bacon. And then on top of that, they put an aioli that was had bacon in it. And, uh, then the bun was a donut. <laughs> oh man. Where is yeah, this? This was a cooking show. It's not a restaurant we <laughs> can go was, to tomorrow. Yeah. Hell. It was actually, no, it was restaurants all over the country. And that was just, uh, that was one of them. Listen, I like to eat, but that's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay at all. One, seems- this guy did a lattice blanket with bacon, then did like a, a filling with, uh, you know, ground pork and beef. And, uh, Wait, the, the, so the filling inside, he made like a bacon shell. He did like a And then se- the filling inside yeah, was more meat. It constituted pretty much, yeah, uh, a sausage. <laughs> and then he rolled it up. And then, you know, cooked it for like uh, six hours at 250 degrees. <laughs> and then and covered then, the whole thing in chili? Well, no, brown sugar. <laughs> brown, brown sugar. sugar. Yeah. And then would slice it and uh, make sandwiches out of that. And they also had a contest if someone could eat a whole one. I, have you ever done what, those? The, what, the did the winner get the their coffin bought for them? <laughs> No, but there was a Lipitor drip at the yeah, that's uh, it. exit. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, so are we going with the, uh, it sounds like we're way more into talking about meat than we are into talking about, um, lobsters. Uh, I don't know. That's a really tough one. Yeah. I mean, I, lobster's a little too sweet for me as a, as a fish meat 
Mm-hmm. Or a sea meat. It's a crustacean yeah, meat. I know. Don't, don't sea call meat. it sea meat. Sea meat. What is oh, wrong that's with so you? Oh, so good. Sea yeah. meat. <laughs> it is. Man, it's I a sea meat. That. I want to go to Red, Lo- Red Lobster Sea Meat House. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That's, that's what they should so call it. Great. Sea meat. <laughs> Come have our sea meat. It's so great. It's a game fresh from the sea. We got a bunch of meat there for you in a net. Cooked oh. it up, now you're going to eat it. That is joining my lexicon, I'll tell you right now. I'm stealing that. All right, so what wins, meat meat or sea meat? <laughs> I guess you're right. I like savory. Yeah. yeah. Meat, meat meat. Meat meat. Meat meat. All right, so uh, turf wins over sea meat. And that was the whole list. Uh, we have a couple more minutes. If anyone in the crowd will do one of our... Uh, our flash rounds. I don't know if it's anybody. It's a couple of you guys we've seen at live shows before. At the end of a live show, we like to uh, open it up and we'll just drop some uh, some snap judgments on you. Um, there's a microphone. Julie has a microphone in the back uh, because this is being recorded. So um, if you have one, uh, hop up to the mic and uh, and uh, we will we will render judgment uh, forthwith. Sea meat. Sea meat. <laughs> My my ten year old wanted to know Disneyland or Disney World. Man. Oh my goodness! Well, I hate to disappoint your ten year olds, but we can't do that. Well, first of all, that's a full episode. <laughs> that is, there's no way we would that answer is, that right now. That has been on our list for a very long time. Number number two, we promised. I Ken just Bloom. I just uh, I can't renew. I haven't. I've had an annual pass to Disneyland that I'm not renewing because I just doubled in price. Because of Star Wars Land, but that—that's not against that. They everything showed sure. up. But I've also have never been to the Magic Kingdom. I've only been to Epcot. I the know. experimental prototype community of tomorrow. I guess yes. I've been there twice, so I need to go. I want to go and actually visit the Magic so, Kingdom. Yeah, we promised we Ken Flume we would go to Disney World with uh, with uh, Hal and take him down there. But it's Disney World. No! I've never been to Disney World. I was the I w- mayor of Disneyland, and it's Disney World. I went to Disneyland when it first opened. No kidding. Yeah, and uh, it had a lot of things, but it, Autopia, do they have Autopia they in, have Disney, in Disney World? Yeah. Oh, okay. And Disneyland. No, I know Disneyland, but I didn't know if Disney World had it. Oh, yeah. And that's... also several thousand more acres and things. <clears throat> yeah, well, does that Main Street? It has Main Street. Oh yeah, it's got it, everything that's in Disneyland in California. Uh, they have Ex- uh, except for the Matterhorn. They have Expedition Everest instead. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't say. I've never been to Disney World. See. We, All right, you guys. Should, everybody, oh, Californians. Anybody everybody else? should go to Disney World. Does anybody else have any? Uh, any uh, time for one more? Time for one snap more. judgments. Anybody? Anyone? Anybody? Anyone going once? You have one. Oh, you have one. San, San Francisco or Los Angeles. I'm leaving. <laughs> We'd like to thank everyone here at the San Francisco Sketchfest for having us in beautiful San Francisco, California. Hold, um, hold on a second. What? I, I do want to talk about this a little bit. Okay. But wait. She just did. Somebody just did the boo from the Princess Bride. Yeah. Boo. It's rubbish. Fine. I'm used to it. Uh. Basketball-wise, San Francisco, Bay, the Bay State Bay Area has it down. Plus, n- nobody, nobody outside of L.A. likes the Lakers. They're the Yankees of of basketball, right? And that is an insult for if anybody here is a Yankees fan. <laughs> you probably didn't realize. Uh, 
also the Chinese food here is way better. Not way better. So the architecture here is beautiful. Yes. I'm a yeah. native of Los Angeles. I love my hometown, but this is just a great city. I love San Francisco. <laughs> thank you for having us in your beautiful city of San yeah. Francisco. Uh, and thank you, Lorraine Newman, for coming Lorraine here. Lorraine Newman. Thank you for having me. And answering, uh, answering some questions for us. Thank you. This was really, really fun. It was an honor to have you here. Thank yeah. you. Helen and I have been huge, huge fans for a very thank long time. Thank you so yes. much. Yes. Uh, is there anything upcoming you would like to promote? Where do you want people to go uh, follow you online? Any of that? Uh, well, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on uh, Instagram. I have a website. Um, Three Below is starting. And I uh, just did a, a show called Los Espookies for uh, HBO. It's Fred Armisen and... Uh, the episode I did, Carol Kane was in that, and it's uh, it's about these people that want to make a horror movie. It's a six episodes. Uh, that's upcoming. I don't know when though, and uh, I'm going to be doing my memoir on Audible. Very awesome. cool. Oh, I can't wait for that. Very very cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Uh, these topics are all closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or email us at We Got This Tweets. Uh, no, We Got This Podcast at gmail.com. I don't know. I haven't checked it in a while. It's late. What, did I already tell the story about the time that I checked the email after six months and a development executive had reached out to us? Yes, you did. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, no. I should check it more often. Yep. It's okay. We got in touch. We got in touch. I never expected anybody to email us there for that. Anyway, point is, go to facebook.com slash forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. That's where we got pretty much all the topics uh, for today. And there are always great conversations going on there. We we love uh, the community that's built up around the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Cafe du Nord. Amen. Everybody yes. here. The staff. To Julie, to group. Dan. Thank you. Dan, thank you so much. Uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest. Janet Cole. Janet Cole for having us up here. Yes. Uh, and also thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And uh, thank you to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners, and our, our viewers here in the audience uh, right now uh, and listening at home. Um, because of you, uh, we get a chance to do very cool things as the nerd fans that Hal and I are to sit on a stage at 1130 on a Saturday night with Lorraine Newman is pretty amazing. Oh, gosh. Um, thank you for listening and thank you all for being here. Thank for you Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland and don't worry everybody, we, we got, got this. this. We got this. Is there a dog in a car at a bar on the street? Yay! I'm Allegra Ringo, a small dog owner. My dog, Pistachio, howls when she's excited. And I'm Renee Colvert, a big dog owner. My dog, Tugboat, tips over when he's sleepy. And we co-host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog that airs every Tuesday. We bring you all things dog. Yes, dog news, dog tech, dogs we met this week. We also have pretty famous guests on butt legs. We're not going to let them talk about their projects. No. Just want to hear about those dogs. We don't want to hear about your stuff, only your dogs. So join us every Tuesday on Max Fun. 
Hello, this is Amy Mann. And I'm Ted Leo. And we have a podcast called The Art of Process. We're talking about how the creative process is in itself an art form, in our opinion. There are underlying forms and structures that serve as a scaffolding for any creative endeavor. We've been lucky enough over the past year to talk to some of our friends and acquaintances from across the creative spectrum to find out how they actually work. We weirdly don't know as many musicians as you would expect. New episodes will be coming every other Monday. Starting January 28th. So please... Please listen and subscribe at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.